0: Welcome to our podcast hi I'm Grace so in last episode we discussed the formal and informal learning and today we will dig deeper into the connected learning so as students how do we personally connect with the real world and how do we turn what we have learned into the practical skills in the real world and also as teachers what connected learning can bring to our students and how can we support such a learning approach
1: you know, I think those are like really great questions. And I just want to say, like, first of all, connected learning is considering like not just the individual, but it's considering how the students shape the world, but the individual also shapes the world. Do you know what I mean? Because they're actually considering social context of student where the macro influences the micro and the micro influences the macro. You know what I mean? It just, It's just everything connects with each other and it shapes. And influenced with each other. Right, exactly. And I think that's one of the most um, important elements of connected learning, because like, you know how it is a lot of the time, it's learning is considered just academic institution. You know what I mean? It's only the academic, but then they're not considering actual contextual situations of each student, you know? So it's kind of like they're discussing how connected learning benefits everyone, no matter their social economic background. So by thinking of learners as actual full-fledged human beings, this is how they implement it through the three spheres, which is interest, relationships, and opportunity. You know, so interest is, you know, like hobbies and everything like arts and sports and all that. But it's, again, still considering the broader social and cultural context. Yes. And of course, like relationships is where your peers and adults, which they figured out um, later on that they added adults to that to facilitate interest and support learning. And so I wanted to ask you, Grace, why don't you describe the opportunity part?
0: For me, I think when I consider the opportunity, it is also a very, I guess it's very important aspect, you know. Yeah. So I think it is a part of the traditional education that needs to be improved because traditional education didn't provide so much opportunities for the student. Yeah. So every year we can we can see a lot of student, excellent student graduate from the schools and they all get a lot of A's, but this year cannot find a job. Right. So I think that is something that school needs to reflect on.
1: Right. And like, just to kind of uh, go into this point, it's kind of like the starving artist, right? Yeah. Where um, we're so conditioned to say artists are starving that, but then all these amazing artists can't get a job. Yeah. You know, so that's basically what we're doing is we're creating all these, all these people who get straight A's and all these people who graduate as excellent students, honor students, just like you're saying, but then they can't find a job. That's the opportunity that's missing.
0: Yeah. So that is why, you know, so I think the student need to gain a connection with the real world so they can get these opportunities, you know. So on the one hand, maybe they need to know what the knowledge they are learning works in the real life about maybe mathematics, about the language, you know. And on the other hand, I think they need to know the practical meaning of study of education, why they need to study, why they need to go to the school, you know. Yeah. So and it's not just about getting a score it is more about acquiring a skills
1: so right and yeah like basically it's acquiring a skill and the only way they're going to acquire that skill is if they are actually getting meaning from that so it always circles back to learners need to connect meaning to what they're studying especially with abstract things like mathematics and stuff like that
0: yeah so that the student will like learning right so i think For me, I think the connected learning can provide the student with these opportunities to bridge the gap between the schools and work. Yeah. And I think that's very important to have the support of the families, of the adults, and also the school, the mentors in the process, because their support can turn a student interest into the passion and a career development. That is what the school needs, right? Yeah. And what do you think the participation and the support of the, the family, the you know the friends, the adults, and the mentors.
1: Well, with learning brokers themselves, which is basically their what they're all about is being is creating and finding opportunities for the students. You know, which is like mentors, teachers, and everything like that. Even um uh, the the parents can be learning brokers if they're facilitating learning that interest. But you know, often with like youth-driven networks that that basically lacks adult support which is like you know an anime club or a video game club the parents aren't always going to like turn up for a for their gaming event
0: yeah they don't want their children to play too much digital games or play
1: so much digital tools right and maybe some kids would actually be interested in making video games but because we're not actually even thinking about their interest and how to kind of include that into the real world you have to kind of connect interest we should talk about like the the kyle situation the where he like uh basically uh had his grandfather was teaching him everything remember that in the text oh that that
0: is the branding Mm -hmm. you know for this case i think the most important things is that this kind of support from the affinity relationship provides the place to collaborate and a safe environment to take the risk of the failure, you know. I think you mentioned it's the brand examples in Ital's yeah. article, right? The the thirteen year old student, thirteen year old boys was making the models yeah. with his grandfathers and he got interest. And he wanted to give up when he failed, but he learned from his grandfathers how to stay calm and when it comes to fall, you know. And that is very important. That is a big deal for the thirty-year-old student. And also the, he wanted to develop his own business yeah. about the repairing the bicycles, you know. And I think a lot of time our student need a relatively safe environment, a safe place to yeah. make a mistake and experience the failure. You know, like
1: productive failure. Yeah. Having a safe space to have no repercussions from failing. And even like with the grandfather, basically, um, even saying, even not, not even telling him how to actually do the, do the thing right. He had the kid himself figure it out. So there was no quote unquote shortcuts, but that meant that he was frustrated more often, but he learned from that to the point. And he was just building off of his knowledge, you know, and his knowledge just kept on getting bigger and bigger with the support of his family. Yeah, because this environment
0: allows him to make a mistake, right? Right. It's not like the higher risk test, the standardized test. You know, you cannot fail that. So... The knowledge and skills that students get from the life, from their families, can sometimes be a starting point for their
1: career, for their introducing. No, I totally I totally agree with that. Um I I know like for myself, my dad actually helped me become a filmmaker. I ended up uh I was I've been making films since i was twelve years old. And when I was ten years old, my dad actually directed his own feature-length film. So I was already being exposed to it at a very young age. And he basically completely supported me and taught me basically everything I know, except for Photoshop. He doesn't know how to do that, I do. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I also had really supportive teachers but for me, I did not have those opportunities that we were, that connected learning is talking about. So even though I had accomplished a lot and I had basically kind of like a very uh, a good community, even at a young age, but because I was lacking those opportunities, it was detrimental to my career as a filmmaker. And that's why connected learning is so important, as I just said, because it gives students a chance that they wouldn't have without those connections. And connected learning can bridge the gap between academic and job opportunities. They have the power, but maybe, you know, it's about implementing it.
0: Yeah, because for the age, you know, when we are young, when we are the, you know, the teenagers, we don't have these opportunities. So all you need is a chance, right? All you need is a chance to get the Maybe the connection with the, the directors, with these film persons, you know.
1: Right, exactly. Um, so what, what's your experience with it, Grace? Like, how, what, what do you think about it?
0: But the same as you, I am also a four-time student at this moment. So I'm actually curious about the, the pedagogy, the series that we are starting, looks like in the real life, how we can use it, how we can apply it. So I think social media has become a point and a media for me to connect with the education, with the classroom in real life. So uh, impacted by the pandemic, we changed from the in-person classroom to the remote learning, right? So I took a course called Online Learning last spring semester. And this course made me have a very strong interest in the online teaching, the remote learning. And then I was curious about how the teachers conducted with their teaching activities during the pandemic. And therefore, I wanted to do a research on the current situation of online learning in China because I come from China. Right. And I wanted to analyze the issues from the teachers perspective how they use this technology how they use these teaching platforms you know so i decided i'm going to interview these teachers that's a very big
1: decision you know so yeah then that's that's show that's um relationships you know so you, oh, you already were showing an interest and now you're developing those relationships within even within the community yeah so i need to recruit these participants
0: so that is the relationship works, you know. So I used uh, I joined some the online community and also the teachers I made on social media. I tell them I need to do a research, so can you help me to recruit the interviewees? And you know, to my surprise, I found more than one hundred teachers from the different areas of China in different subjects, you know. That's amazing. Yeah, so you know, it is very challenging process. During the summer I wanted to give up many times, but I got support from my friend and my professor. Even the people I interviewed, they support me. They tell me, yes, Grace, that is a very good topic. You need to keep doing this. So this increased my understanding and confidence on this topic through this research because I realized that I could do these challenging things well, you know. Right. So I keep my interest in this topic, including the instructional design and online learning. And I was looking for more resources through the Internet. I'm looking for the related articles and I'm looking for some videos, you know, the teaching videos. And then one day I found an opportunity. You know, I found an opportunity for me to apply what I have learned in the real life. So I applied for the internship and I started learning how to build a resume and how to communicate with the world outside the classroom because they are so different from the, the school.
1: Right, right, because it, it's like a, a job versus a teacher. Yeah. And that just has so many, like what, what you feel is like it has so much weight on it, you know? I mean, I, I guess for myself, um, I had a lot of weight on me when I was wanting to talk to a professor because I was a new student. I think we all go through that period, but because it's a new person outside your degree that they can just say no to you.
0: And, you know, school allows you to make mistakes, right? But the workplace not allowed you to make mistake. Right. That is what I feel very difficulty when I do these things. And yep. But now, you know, I, I got this chance. I got the chance to interact with the real teacher. You know, it is really hard process. What I did, it's always something that I haven't done before and I'm not good at. You know, I just improved it. I just changed myself.
1: Well, and I want to say when you say not good at that just means you're a novice at it and haven't been able to become an expert just yet. Yeah. So, you know, just, as a, just to tell you. <laughs> you know, Natalie, the great thing is that you started an interest and you go through the
0: frustration. You go through these boring things. You go through these challenges. And sometimes maybe you will lose interest. Sometimes maybe you will want to give up. But you never lose the support and the help from them, you know?
1: Yeah. It just shows how powerful good relationships can be, you know? Even when you're doubting yourself, if you have those external support systems, it makes you want to succeed, you know, in in theory in theory
0: <laughs> yeah it, it's very powerful you know Yeah, someone to push you to success
1: yeah it's not it's like better than it's better than just them being proud of you it's that they're being completely supportive of you and want to even help you
0: yeah so from this that you your interest grows stronger and the interest becomes a passion maybe even can become a career for you to develop in the future so that is the best thing mm-hmm. because if you start in isolation it is easier to give up because you are so separate but if you have the connection and interaction with the real world person you will find that you can get a lot of encouragement you know from the real world and I think as a student for me that is very important for a student to for the long term development
1: actually this, this reminds me of a line from a TV show called uh, I think it's Get Shorty where, um, he was talking he was a, um, a director or producer or something. And he was talking to this, this girl who was the daughter of a famous movie star or something like that. And basically like some famous director comes through the door and she's having this big party with all these famous people everywhere. And then she basically, he was talking to her and she just said, oh yeah, connection is the easy part. The hard part is the the actually making of the film or whatever. And it was just uh, like when I heard that and he, the character himself heard that he was like, oh, you only think that because you can get those connections. And that that just it sort of made me think of that, how if you have the connections, but don't have the interest and you don't have the means to develop that interest or or want to develop that interest, then opportunities you mean nothing really or mean less because they still mean something, but they mean less if you don't have passion behind it and willing to work to make your interests and the best it could be, you know. And I think that all the three elements are so important, you know. Exactly. And even like if you and so basically what you were saying is you have to have an interest or you you had an interest. You develop that interest and then you use your resources to find opportunity opportunities from that interest. And this just kind of shows how experts need to support young learners. You know, um, this actually makes me think of like um, connected civics which is basically um, students are motivated by social justice. And it all comes from like the shared practice, civil participation with digital activism. And in my mini project, I did the Chauvin case. And uh, that's very hot topic. Yes, it was. And also because I had to be biased, it was it was also difficult, but important to do, you know? Yeah, you need a lot of background information, right? Right. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you need to have you need to have a, no- a background, a lot of background knowledge and know how to apply it, transfer it to your subject, you know. But if I didn't understand the case in general, I would have had a lot of harder of a time explaining it or making uh, critical or utilizing critical thinking skills in order to uh, analyze when you
0: mentioned these uh, assignments, you know, I think that's a very great way to help the student to have a connection with the real world and you know, develop their critical thinking ability and also the to search information to use the online resources, you know. And teacher can use these ways to get the student out of the classroom. Right. And passionate
1: about the real world and participate in the civics life. Yes, exactly. Um, And it's basically young people are, like, uh, for instance, um, I think her name was uh, Greta Thunberg, who was um, the climate change and, like, uh, was a protester and, like, a big-time uh, climate change activist. And she was, like, I think 17 or 16 when she did that. And it just kind of shows how young people are getting more and more involved with social justice. And so So our education system needs to keep up with that changing of environment. You know, we need to actually keep up with it as opposed to fall behind. Yeah. And do you think that is something to do with their digital literacies? Well, I think I I think yes, it definitely does. And um, just the fact that and that's what digital activism is basically a shared practice and there's also like a shared purpose they want basically both is about they want to have a meaningful impact on the community or like the you know society at large or even even a small amount like with shared purpose they basically would uh for no financial gain just an example was uh putting um english subtitles on on japanese show anime you know? Yeah, that's very common, you know, that's very common. Exactly, like Beastars isn't out yet, and I want to watch Beastars, but I can't because it's not English subtitles, but you can find it online, and there are ways to find that online, and of course, that's not educational exactly, but it's all about that shared purpose, that sense of purpose that drives people. So yes, I would say the civic life and um, civic duty, I guess, is all is influenced and uh, promoted through digital literacy. Yeah, so How does this
0: connected learning contribute to the 4 Cs? you know, the critical thinking, the collaboration, the creativity, and also the communication?
1: Uh, Yes, I think it I think that connected learning does all of these things and it builds upon like 21st century skills. Because when you're saying it's the 4C, basically the 4C approach is like interest, relationships and opportunity. But it's also uh, so I'll just like explain why I think it's linked to it. I think interest is linked to like creativity and with relationship, it's collaboration and communication and opportunities is communication and collaboration, but it also everything has to do with critical thinking and also everything has to do with creativity. So it's just, Um, Even saying it like that, it's all interconnected. But what's great about connected learning, um, as opposed to like 21st century skills, not as opposed to, but 21st century skills is an idea. And what connected learning does is it implements that idea and make it make sense. So it's not an abstract idea because they're actually able to find approaches and able to find techniques and are sharing it with the world. And I think that's one of the most important things is that you can actually implement it.
0: Yeah, you know, sometimes when I think about the connected learning, I think it broadens people's definition of success.
1: kyles that's a great point. Like um, he was a nonverbal young learner with autism, actually was like a great artist. It's great about connected learning. It has different types of successes. So his success was the ability to communicate through his art. That was one of the big successes for him. What I really liked about Connected Learning is they mentioned that this was a success. It doesn't have to be about finding a job, it's about everyone's individual successes and is about implementing that idea of what success is. This actually reminds me of uh, my own personal experience with uh, different types of successes because my brother also, he has uh, autism where he needs 24 seven support. Him just going to and getting orange juice from the fridge is a huge success. That took him so much effort and he tried so hard. And even though it seems little to some other people, it's a big success for him. And I feel like connected learning will would agree with that, like with implementing connected learning into this idea.
0: Yeah. You know, when you talk about this, I think connected learning redefines really education and redefines really success. You know, sometimes it helps us to keep thinking about what can we do for our students.
1: Right. And even like with um, how you're like, the only problem with connected learning is how the access to connected learning is still limited.
0: Yeah, this is still an uh, issue, you know.
1: Right, this is, a, this is a big issue because it is rarely institutionalized.
0: I think that is what we need to do in the future, right?
1: Right, exactly. And every advancement leads to the next advancement. And 21st century was the first advancement in this idea. Connected learning is the next advancement of this idea, and then the next is implementing it.
0: Yeah, this is today's podcast and thank you for listening and goodbye. Bye.